Hi, and welcome to the Kara Podcast. My name is Lori, and I'm your host for the show. Here, we're focused on inspiring and encouraging you in business and in life. The Kara Podcast is all about creative, authentic, remarkable, and awe-inspiring people. Our mission is to put Jesus at the center of our lives and provide a platform to promote both personal and professional development as we encourage self-discovery on the pathway to success. We are burning those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. The easiest way to achieve everything you want in life is to fall in love with Jesus and knowing that our battles are messy and beautiful along the way to becoming all that he has created us for, a place to thrive and become the greatest version of yourself. To learn more, check out the Kara Podcast at thecarapodcast.com. Hey, hey, friends. I have a lot on my mind, and there's so many things right now that's going on that we have so little control over. So I thought today I really would kind of share how you can spark joy in a dim world and where we feel like we have no control, how we're able to show up and begin to spark joy in our lives and in the lives around us. So in a midst of a dim world, how do we show up and be brave? How do we take a stand for what we believe and be unstoppable for the calling on our lives? Have you ever gone to strike a match to light a candle or a fireplace? And as soon as you strike that match, the light diffuses quickly. Then you strike another match and the same thing happens. Well, that happens to me, maybe not to you, but it takes me sometimes four to six matches to really be able to catch that strike that the match begins to illuminate the room. And it's like our joy. We can allow all the circumstances all around us to dim our lights. And when our match actually comes aglow with a flame, it's like our joy. We cannot change the world as one person. However, collectively, we can do something that begins within each of us and collectively as we all take a stand and strike a match and bring forth joy in our lives, in our families' lives, in our neighborhood, and we all start to do that, that is how we begin to change our world and how we illuminate it. And when we choose to spark joy, we illuminate the atmosphere all around us. Today, we're going to dig into Jesus and his undeniable power of his joy that came from a posture of gratitude. And here's what I loved. Jesus was such a great example for us to model our lives around. You know, we see Jesus and he had that undeniable power of his joy that came from deep, deep gratitude. And as a leader, he did more than teach it. He lived it. 
And as I started off my week this week, I had the opportunity to be a part of a keynote speech and listen for several hours to Sean Anker. And I wanted to share that today so that we all have that ability to spark the joy in a dim world. And, you know, if you've listened to the Kara the Kara podcast over the last few years, we've talked about gratitude quite a bit. And gratitude has been really that fuel that has fueled so many of us during the pandemic. And it was a reminder this week, here's the thing, we cannot control all aspects of our lives and we do have control each day. That is if we are blessed with a new day to begin that day with gratitude. Sean shared one example is expressing three things that you were grateful for each day along with one specific direct gratitude directed towards an individual. Now that's what I would call a spark of joy that gives you a boost of happiness and boosts those serotonin levels and you're able to feel the joy immediately. When I think of a spark of joy in a dim world, Jesus shows up over and over again in the Bible. He was constantly thanking his father. He took the posture of gratitude as a selfless act. And you fast forward well over 2,000 years, and we all have the opportunity today, right now, no matter where you're at in the world, no matter your circumstances, no matter if you feel unworthy or you feel you have shame or your anxiety is just ruling over your life, he gave us a gift. And that gift is freely given, no matter how you feel like you're undeserving and unworthy. And why is that so important? Well, without Jesus, our lives have no guardrails. And in the darkness, if you've ever been on a mountain road or a curvy road or any road to, that doesn't really have the proper barricades, it can be so dangerous. We could lose our lives. We could hurt our passengers in our car, or we could hurt someone else, or we could hurt everybody in that moment. And here's the thing. When we do life with Jesus, he provides the guardrails. It brings peace over our, our bodies and our souls and our minds. And he tells us in John 1, 5, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So how do we run into gratitude and smart joy in a dim world? Well, let's look at our daily gratitude exercises. And I got these from the Happiness Project, and I'm gonna share those right now with you. And the thing I wanted to set this up with is, number one, research shows that we have the opportunity to rewire our brains to create those new neural pathways. And it actually takes 21 days to develop a new habit and we need to do it consistently every day for three weeks. So it's meaning like, okay, so tomorrow on Saturday, I'm going to start with a posture of gratitude and then next Friday I'm going to do it and then I'll do it the following Wednesday. It doesn't work that way, friends. It takes consistent, think compound interest. And here's the other thing that works against us. We have this reticulating activating system called the RAS, and it will try to kick the new habits out 
and it really wants to keep us in our old ways. And I would just call that for today's podcast. It wants to keep us dim. So how do we outsmart that RAS system? Well, if you skip a day or you forget to do it, don't beat yourself up. Just keep going until you've done it consistently for 21 days. And if you find yourself missing a lot, it's just really that old self trying to maintain the status quo. And this is the time to tell yourself your joy and your happiness is here. It is to take a stand and illuminate the darkness all around you. And it's a tiny little drop of an investment with a huge compound interest. And by taking those five minutes a day, that tiny investment over 21 days, that's like 1.75 hours of bringing forth a change. And if you keep it going for the entire year of just five minutes of gratitude daily, that is over 30 hours, my friends. So how do we get sparking joy and be able to illuminate a dim world? Fair question. Well, here's what I learned from Sean. We should start every day with three gratitudes. Just write down three things you're grateful for, no matter how simple or small. And here's what I found in my research as I was working on this week's podcast on how Jesus gave thanks. When he broke five loaves and two fishes and fed 5,000, he gave thanks. That was a posture of gratitude. When Christ bowed his head at the Last Supper with his disciples, he gave thanks. And when he asked to have dinner with the disciples on the road to Emmaus, he gave thanks. The creator of all gave thanks for simple provisions. We can see also here's another way that he praised and gave thanks in Matthew eleven twenty five. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to the little children. So if Jesus could give thanks in the little things, if you're just simply saying, thank you, Jesus, for this cup of coffee, this warm mug in my hands today that is filling up my soul and the caffeine is awakening me to the possibilities that is out there. It is as simple as that, my friends. Now, for my overachievers, the doublers, this is how you take it to the next level. Next, you want to take one of those three things. I kind of already expanded upon the cup of coffee, the warm cup of coffee in your hands, and elaborate on it just a bit, just a few sentences. Or pick a new gratitude to elaborate on it. And if you have more than a little time, write as much as you like. Writing brings soulful joy. All right. Three smiles. Smile at three living creatures today. And what if you're like, hey, I'm home alone. I still work remotely. And it's just me, my dog, and my fish. You know what? Go ahead. Smile at yourself in the mirror. Smile at your dog. And walk up to that fishbowl and smile at the fish. And 
You can smile at your coworkers, the person at Starbucks, the person that is um, delivering your Amazon packages. It could be your neighbor. It could be anyone. But when you practice smiling, it changes everything. Now, and I did this one today, the fun 15. And this one's optional, but it'll speed up your process of finding happiness and joy and how to spark joy in a dim world. Get outside and get outside for 15 minutes of fresh air and exercise. A great walk with some sunshine if it's possible. But we'll just put a smile on your face right then and there. And you can do it any time of the day. And just get outside. And if you can smile and talk to someone along the way, and that even makes it more joyful. Today, we were out for our walk. We were putting this into practice. And we met two ladies. And there were no dogs with them. But they happened to have dog treats on them. So my dogs were blessed. We were blessed with meeting some new neighbors. And... My dogs were feeling very happy that they had some milk bones for their tummy. So you never know what might happen when you're out on a walk. And then connect. Connect with one person today. And it can even be electronic connection. So text someone. Send an email to someone. It could be your mom, a friend, a sister. It can all work. And send them something of of something of that you're grateful for, for them, and brighten their day. And that's all you have to do for 21 days to spark the joy in your life and those around you to begin to illuminate the darkness all around you. A.W. Tozier went on to say this, What I am anxious to see in Christian believers is a beautiful paradox. I want to see in them the joy of finding God while at the same time they are blessedly pursuing him. I want to see in them the great joy of having God, yet always wanting him. So faith and an attitude of gratitude always go together. And just know Jesus is waiting for you. And we can just thank him for just being able to open our eyes for another day, for being able to breathe and take in a big gulp of fresh air, that we're thankful for that person beside us. We're thankful for that pet. We are thankful for that warm cup of coffee or tea. And it just starts in the simple. Remember, Jesus gave praise and thanksgiving and took a posture of gratitude with the simplest of simple. So with that, I'm going to just leave you with this. Dear Heavenly Father, I know the darkness is all around us. And God, you called us to be more. And you called us to be conquerors. And God, that I would just ask that each and every person would rise up to their full potential. That they would step into grace. That they would step into a posture of gratitude. And God, that you would use that to just illuminate our neighborhoods and our communities and our cities. That you would begin to change our schools and the the governments and the things that are just feeling super heavy and super dark.
And God, we know through you all things are possible. So let us lean into you. Let our faith be in you. And let us never take our eyes off of you. And never go a day without saying thank you. We say this all in your son's precious name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Kara Podcast. You can find the Kara Podcast wherever you stream your favorite podcast services. We're on a mission to encourage, inspire, and to put Jesus at the center of our lives. Do us a favor. Hit subscribe, download, share, give us some great vibes, and you can find us wherever you stream your favorite podcast services. Until the next time, Go spark joy in a dim world.